Well, hello out there, all of our little spooks and spookettes. Welcome to the first Uncensored Horror of 2023. Can we believe it? It's a nice little intimate chat tonight because I thought the movie we're going to chat about is kind of a two-hander. I thought, why don't we do a two-hander show? So I have the lovely Miss Katie McCarthy with me. Hi, Katie. Hi, darling. How are you doing? Happy 2023. I know. It's back. It's happening. It's... It's brimming with possibility, especially in the horror front. There's lots and lots of stuff to talk about. We're going to have to do another most anticipated horrors, I think, of 2023 because I mean, they're lining them up. Evil Dead. Just go spit it out there. Tra- trailer, <laughs> drops, trailer drops tomorrow, people. It's, there's I mean, lots of stuff. I, I feel like they've been just aiming it towards Mommy Dearest, Katie McCarthy, because they've been uh, doing <laughs> some mommy promos. I'm like, oh, they know who their audience is. Hello there. <laughs> I do like it how specific I like whoever's doing marketing for like, these latest movies. I'm really impressed with because the scream marketing for scream six so oh, far is. Let's just touch yes. on the 2023 real, real quick, real quick. Okay. The Megan yeah. marketing <laughs> is beautiful. Very right? I, I feel like the, whoever they hired for marketing is whoever uh, did it for smile. Which, by the way, was Very a sleeper similar. hit for 2022, if you didn't see it. Look, look. I look. love it. I, I still love it. I loved it. I thought it was great. I thought it was good. I, I was so I was so pleased with it. Honest to God. I was very pleased. <laughs> I'm, I'm uh, excited about Scream 6. I mean. I am getting more and more excited about Scream 6, actually. I've been trying to, but... The the cons- like you know it's going to be big when it's starting to like link into social media TikTok. There are so many. Every time something comes out, TikTok is like conspiracy theory, conspiracy theory. All this, this is this person, this person is this. I'm like, oh, I don't know if I can handle it. I've I stayed away so much from Scream Five. Like I got off any social media that was trying to do spoilers. So mm-hmm. hopefully, it's it's really not that far away. It's well, March twenty you know, third, right? So it's right. not that far. They they kicked it up a notch, like they yeah. pushed it up because they know, they know. How good is that? Is the subway map? I I love the subway map. I need that in my house just to freak. Me <laughs> I know. I want it as a poster and all the mm-hmm. conspiracy theories about the colors and the locations and all that kind of it. thing. I'm like, it's so ah! good. And, and you know, I was watching um, TikToks on uh, the Megan dance yeah <laughs> that'll go that'll be the next wednesday right for sure yes yes and i was yeah. watching that back in the fall like yeah. I, just like people doing this like really freaky like kind of like d- just joined to dance like what are they doing <laughs> and then i'd see yeah. the the preview for megan i'm like oh okay that makes sense but what is she doing <laughs> i feel like but i feel like that movie's been coming forever though like and you know, I'm not a big fan of Allison Williams. Even when, even watching Girls, I was not a big fan of Allison Williams. But you know, what? I'm going to give her a shot because this movie's got a really great marketing team, and it's got me yeah. interested now. And I'm ready for it. I can't wait to see what Chucky has to say. <laughs> you know, there's gonna, you know, there's gonna be some big meta moment that Chucky it, will have something to say about Megan. <laughs> if this marketing team was smart. Hello, yeah. we're giving you a, a we're giving you an idea here. So they would they would address that. 
they would already have to think about it with with the success of Chuck. Like Chucky is doing better than I think anyone ever expected Chucky to do on TV. First, and, it is. Yeah. I mean, but they got they got Devin. They got oh god, how good is how good looking is Devin? <sighs> let's talk about that. Let's talk about Devin. That is a glow up. That is a glow. He's got big, big daddy ish bag, oh, big daddy energy. I can't speak. He's just taking the words right out of my mouth. And now he's a priest. It's like, oh, I kind of like the return, like the returning as different characters. It's a bit cute. It's like, oh, I see you. I'm only halfway through season two, though. So I hear it gets better and better. So uh, another yeah. one that I'm very curious about, but not very hopeful for just because of who it is. Uh, knock at the cabin. It looks good. But it's Shabalong. It looks good. But it's Shyamalan. So well, we know that his hit rate, his hit rate is not that great, let's be honest. I mean I really enjoyed the last one I enjoy, really enjoyed was the visit. That was him, right? Yeah. Yes. I, mean, I enjoyed the visit. That's like a horror movie for kids. <laughs> you know, you know what, what I'm I mean? excited if you're, for? If you're a child, you would be terrified at the visit. You'd be like, oh my god. You know what I'm excited <laughs> what are you for? Excited you're, for? You're, you're not even gonna be surprised by this, but the Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> Oh, Winnie the Pooh, Honey and Blood, is that right? Obviously. That, I, that I, I, so, mean, that, I don't know. It's, it's too camp for its own good, and I'm really excited for it, okay? I'm but ready. The, I think the sleeper hit thing that I am very, very ready for, and I didn't think I would be, is Crystal Lake, just because of the team behind it. If you yeah. watched Hannibal, you know the man is capable of genius. And I don't know if we've had someone that um, smart, but like cinematically smart behind the camera when it comes to the Voorheeses. Mm-hmm. It'd be very interesting. So, And I'm also excited for, um, this is coming out on streaming and it's coming out really soon as the uh, Skinamarink. That- I've watched the trailer. It's very off-putting. It's coming on Shudder, folks. It's coming. it's coming. It's coming on It's coming. A big year. A very big year. Film was huge on uh, the indie circuit. It was huge, and people were. <laughs> M Night Shyamalan's best movie is Stuart Little. <laughs> Good you work. I enjoy that. You're not I wrong. That. I mean, you got to give the man some kind of credit. It's hard to live up to the sixth sense. I mean, that was huge. That I mean, he did, he did Glass and, and that and Split, right? That was him. Split that was his movies, right? Split wasn't terrible, but it wasn't great. It could yeah. it could have been better. It really could have been better. It really could be. But look, a nice little weird like thriller slash superhero movie. Who knew? Hmm. In, in the anything. world of weirdness. I'll watch anything with Bruce Willis, though. I'm a sucker. Uh, Bruce, um, God love you. Good. Hope you're feeling good, Bruce. And then, of God course, on TV, we're finally getting Yellow Jacket season two, and season three is locked in. So, I reckon they'll get their. I reckon they'll get their five season. I'm all right. If you're watching this, people, would you be interested in a Yellow Jackets recap show? Uh, too bad because have- you're getting it. I have the I title the and everything ready to go. So if we you're just out made the decision there, you for like, you, so. I know, right? We might just <laughs> we, have to do the yellow jacket. But no, if you haven't watched, you. if you haven't watched Yellow Jackets, people, 
get on the season one right now it is brilliant because this, the ride for season two i think is going to be astronomical season three is locked in so it's not one of those shows it's not like netflix where you get invested invested in the first season and then it disappears on you it's going to happen it's, it's locked in so it's beautiful they say they have a a definite five season arc for the whole show that's more than halfway there so i'm let's just hope. i i hate waiting for things like this because it's got me I all know. pumped up the weekly the weekly drama you're like damn it i can't go back to watching things weekly anymore mm. <laughs> it's, it, it, it's so killing me it's killing me what i am not thrilled about i am not thrilled with another insidious i'm not thrilled with the nun coming out Another another saw. We're getting another saw. Another conjuring, apparently. There's still the threat of another Final Destination as well. Uh, I know you and I were kind of getting into this a little bit. Yeah, we've had the choice. For what they are, they're fun. They're good popcorn horror movies. Do you know what I mean? But, you know... Just to sit there and go, oh, no, that was stupid. But, like, you got to freshen it up a little bit. Like these deaths we'll are kind of predictable, and we never know. We never know what's happening behind the scenes and who's filming what, and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. So, but with the the rise of Daddy Sawa, maybe, you never maybe. know. He can come back as the ghost of himself or something like that. I don't know. I don't know, but with the rise of Daddy Sawa, I'll take it. Yeah, yes, we are we ready were, for Megan. We are we, ready we've for been Megan. Discussing <laughs> Megan. We are ready for Megan. She's creepy. All right, we should probably more. discuss what we said we were going to discuss, shouldn't we? We got to let's, let's get into now. it. Let's get into so it. So we, when I was over in the states, we, I started to hear about this movie, and I was like, "Does it come out while we're here?" And sadly, didn't. I think it came out like just after I got home. But Katie and I are going to talk fresh horror today, which we don't norm- we don't normally do freshies unless they're a part of a franchise. But today we are talking about 2022's horror hit, Barbarian. This is easily on my top ten of 2022. Easily, easily. I didn't watch a lot of horror in 2022. I was kind of. I will scream at Halloween, <laughs> and then we watch all the old stuff. But I've been catching new up. stuff. I don't really, yeah, I don't really up. jump into the news. I need to catch up because there's stuff that I definitely wanted to see. All right, so if you have not seen Barbarian yet, this is your chance to step away from the podcast and come back when you have watched it. Good news for Australians: <laughs> it's streaming on Disney Plus <laughs> as of today. That cracked me up. So when, bizarre, right? <laughs> because it was uh, when it first came out, uh, a lot of my UK friends were like, yeah, this is on Disney Plus. I'm like, oh, uh, what? Yeah, it's like, <laughs> that's a very different Disney princess. That's all I have to say. It's Because <laughs> I watched yeah, it on uh, HBO, I believe. Because yeah. I went looking on Disney Plus like, what? <laughs> Hello. But it's only just been released. So it's fresh. It's fresh. It's fresh. It's fresh. So let's talk about it. Let's jump in. If you have not seen it, step away and come back when the show, when the movie is over and join us for joining the conversation. But we are going to be joining. I love that the movie just starts how it starts. You know, Tess Marshall is in town, in downtown Detroit, or the, the suburb, the dying, dying suburbs of Detroit in Brightmoor. And she is doing what 
all of us do in this modern day and age. And the more I think about it, the more it gives you the creeps, especially after our Airbnb experience, Katie. But she just rocks up to a stranger's house. In the pouring rain. In the pouring rain, in the dark, and tries to get inside. Now, here's the first question I have to ask. You rock up to an Airbnb and somebody else is already in there. Do you go inside? Well, if it's Bill Skarsgård, yes. <laughs> really? As a, if you were a, a female traveling alone? If it's Bill Skarsgård, yes. Cult, <laughs> you're like, well, what's the worst that could happen? <laughs> if he's going to kill me, he's going to kill me. At least it's Bill Skarsgård. That'd be cute. At least it'd be cute. But <laughs> from the get-go, there is... I like that there's kind of no foreplay with this. It kind of just jumps in and goes, yeah, we're here. This is the movie. I'm uh, like, cool. But for a real answer, no, no, no. no. I would not be yeah. going in that house, no. no yeah, I, would, I would very quickly, like, the movie would be done. <laughs> They're like, oh, okay, fine. I'm going to go sleep in my in my car in a well-lit area. Yeah, yeah. It'd you be like, I mean? yes, I'm going to a well-lit area, locking my doors, yes, no. That's like, and she was only there over. I, I guess she was only there overnight for the interview. Is what the what the movie tells us that she's interviewing for a new job, and mm-hmm. there is a boyfriend. I think an ex boyfriend that we're we're supposed to assume that is trying to call her. We never I really find that. out who that is. We never really find out who that is that is trying to call her. That she keeps knocking back, but you know, as she arrives, she she finds. The house is already occupied by a young, a good looking, a good looking young man by the name of Keith, which is a name you don't hear very often. I mean, hello, Keith. How you doing, <laughs> buddy? And as we said, he's already he's already quite disarming because it is Bill Skarsgård. Um, not Sam's that hard on the eyes. Now that was one of the best jokes that I the in joke that I got when they were trying kind of getting to know each other he's like what do i look like some kind of monster and i was like ah I know, I you. Kenny ah, you're doing that thing you're doing you're doing the thing with that thing i get it <laughs> i got it it's like yeah okay cool <laughs> it's like yeah but so keith keith and tess have double booked by the scenes of it this airbnb slash home away home and come to an agreement that they're going to share the hair? I just don't know. Yeah, no. If I was as, even saying it now, I'm like, I don't think so. No, no. And he, go, he goes out of his way to convince her that he is a nice guy. This is the biggest red herring, right? Oh, well, this is just like a, a red flag. I'm a nice guy. How many times have you heard that? How many times... But- but because it is who because it is who it is, you can't help but go. Oh my god, this this dude's going to be crazy. And he's going to wake up licking her eyeball or something. Again, it's, it's the, if it's the big. Hard, I'm going to let it <laughs> Katie's down. You know what? She's fine with it. You can you can lick my eyeball. That's Listen, okay. we all know I'm not here to kink shame y'all. I'm inclusive. I'm. I love y'all. I love you. I take you for who you are. It's fine. Especially if you're Bill Skarsgård. But he kind of, he, I like that 
this is smart writing as well. He says what we're all thinking. He's like, I noticed that you didn't have drink the tea, that you think I might have put something in the tea and you wouldn't drink this wine if I opened it without you here. I'm like, well, duh. <laughs> like, hello. Oh, smart. Homegirl is smart, but she, she gets the bedroom, which is nice. So and That was smart too because then she could lock the door behind her. I know, but the door, in the middle of the night, she discovers the door unlocked. And strange nightmare sounds coming from from the from the lounge area. Such a red, such a red herring. Like I just can't. You're like, oh, he's gonna be like having some kind of weird flashback moment. But no, nothing. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. he just has a nightmare, and she's like, okay, cool, radio. <laughs> And goes back to bed. I'm like, I would be barricading that door, locking that door. I don't get. And this is all right, this might just be me and my paranoia. If that was happening, I would be getting like fully changed and showered, and I would sleep in the clothes that I came in, probably in my shoes, so mm-hmm. I can make the quickest exit in the face of the world in case something went south. Well, the director, no? <laughs> uh, the director Zach Krieger, actually a read a book called The Gift of Fear, which is uh, about women trusting their intuition and, uh, you know, being on their, you know, heightened senses and being on, you know, being aware of their surroundings. So that is what that's all about, about not drinking the tea, not drinking the wine, not trusting what he's saying. That's all exercises. And uh, that's pretty much what you're all getting there and that's what they teach you you know when you when you're getting in your in your early 20s when i was in college this is all things they taught you at orientation don't right drink yeah alone. like it's like so, stranger danger right, pretty much stranger danger don't leave your drink alone don't travel alone always have a buddy buddy system stuff like that uh all right, I'm, yeah. I'm really. Str- I'm gonna call you Gizzard, <laughs> Gizzard forever. It's actually, it's actually done a lot. I've rented an Airbnb where I rent just a room in a four bedroom house and share the kitchen and bathroom. But the I thing a is, situation like Tess. Oh God, Tess you're a brave didn't person. Didn't expect a roommate. That's the thing. Right, she expected exactly. to be alone. If she had known that she was gonna have a, a roommate, she probably wouldn't have been such right. a. You know, she would have been prepared. Like maybe had some pepper spray, maybe you know, been a little more ready for it. You know, she. Do you know what I have to house. comment on? Hmm. I have to comment on the size of the knives in this house. Well, <laughs> there are no horror. There are no horror movie sized knives in this house. Anyway, it's like tiny knife. Yes, tiny <laughs> knife. Like the so they survived knife. the first night together. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to scale a fish. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> they survived their first night together. Tess goes on her interview for her job, and her perspective boss is very wary about her staying with a complete stranger and you know well, worried, in that etc neighborhood in that especially in that neighborhood which is this movie has a lot of interesting stuff to say about the death of you know suburban america and old school values and stuff like that if we want to get, look at it from a you know a film studies kind of event it's a very interesting it's got it works on a lot of levels and you know, the perversion of the old school values of America, American suburbia, were they that 
pure to begin with when this was happening below the surface. That's a pretty big metaphor. Like, I kind of, I was like, oh, if I was still at university, I'd be writing, 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 writing about this. It's a good, it's a good, it's a good thing to get in. But I like when movies think about more than their premise and what their premise means to society as a whole, because this is what's happening in America. It, like, even coming to visit you guys, we drove through your where you know where you grew up, and it's mm-hmm. not bustling. Is it, to be fair, it's not yeah, a it's bustling not. town. That's yeah. yeah, and it used to be like it used to be more lively, and this is what happens when you know jobs disappear and stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. it's very uh, yeah interesting conversation, a bigger conversation that we probably have time for today. But mm-hmm. I like that we've kind of gone back to that 70s-esque moment where the horror isn't some big outside force. The horror comes from within the day-to-day, like Halloween. Mm -hmm. You know, the horror is stalking your streets or the horror is in your house. And I feel like that's always a bit more effective and, you know, kind of hits you on a different level than being out in the forest with, with Jason. You know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah. it's scary because it's realistic. I mean, right. this is a very real situation you could get yourself in, especially with Airbnbs being so popular. Yeah. How how are we so comfortable in other people's houses and just trust that everything is fine and safe? It was not comfortable. It blows my mind. <laughs> if you want to hear this, if you would like to hear the story about our Airbnb experience, it's um it's a horror movie all of its own. It really was. Not one that we expected, though. <laughs> <laughs> Not one that we expected. Very interesting. All right, but here is here is probably my moment where I would have gotten the hell out of Dodge. She comes back and, uh, like, Keith is gone. Keith, in the morning, wrote a note saying, I'll be back later. Leave the keys in the box. Okay, cool. No worries. She comes home and this guy, she notices exactly how derelict the neighborhood is. Like, how did you not notice that driving in? It's my question. But mm-hmm. it was nighttime. But, and pouring, you know, so. And pouring rain. But there is a man that starts to chase her, saying, little girl. That's so That's so creepy. Little girl, don't go in that house. What are you doing here, little girl? I'm like, oh, that's not okay. Yeah, no. So that's, yep, she gets, nope. yeah. Yeah, that would have been my. I'm not even. I'm getting back in the car and running this guy over. Moment, but whatever. I would have abandoned my suitcase. Like it can all be replaced. <laughs> I know, I know. So she's um she gets safe inside the house and calls the cops, but the cops will not come. It's, it's an interesting. I've I've got like you know Caprini Green moments from Candyman. Yeah, Man, I mean it's where like, they know they know that this is a, not a good area, so they're not going to come out there. Right, it's lawless. It's gentrification. It's a systemic racism. It's it's pretty much classism. It's lots of things, you know. The people that are there, yeah, don't deserve don't deserve protection from the police. It's It's a it's a very big statement on uh, again. It's very real. A lot of stuff. (laughs) Yeah, very real to the times. Now, the thing that um really makes me go well is what sets this all off is toilet paper, right? She can't find toilet paper. Mm-hmm. So she goes down to the basement. Mm-hmm. And as soon as she discovers the hidden door, I literally went, nope. And two seconds afterwards, she's like, nope. I'm like, okay, this movie understands what it's doing. I like mm-hmm. that. 
anytime that you discover a hidden door in a house that's not yours, it's time to leave, folks. You don't need to look. Mm-mm. I don't understand human curiosity that if you're the, the lone person, especially when you're alone mm-hmm. and you know there's a creepy guy outside, mm-hmm. why would you do that? Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't get it either. Mirror, like she sets up the mirror to shine down. Like, look, mm-hmm. I will give her that she's a smart, stupid person. <laughs> she's a smart, stupid person. She's a smart, stupid person. She knows lights. She knows all that kind of thing. But she makes her way down the end of the corridor and, like, discovers pretty much the room from Saw, right? <laughs> there is a bucket. There is a bed. There is a camcorder and a bloody handprint. So she legitimately freaks out, which, you know, is understandable. Mm-hmm. I would be out of there as well. And realizes that she is trapped in the basement, which is not cool. You know, luckily Keith arrives and gets her out of a very small basement window. But Keith has an alpha male moment and decides to go and decides to go look for himself. I'm like, bitch, why? <laughs> bitch, why? I don't need that. I don't need that in my life. Who needs that kind of stress? No one. Like, just, just you guys have a, you bonded clearly. Go find a yeah. really expensive hotel room together and knock it out. Like, yeah, yep. that would be better. That'd be better than what happens here. Yep. So Pretty Keith, much. Keith, Keith goes missing into the darkness, and Tess, to her credit, like, I, if I didn't know the guy, I don't know that I would do this, <laughs> especially. <laughs> Especially when she discovers, especially when she discovers another door to another basement. I looked at those stairs and went, there is no way that anything, anything good is going to happen down those stairs. Mm-mm. And we're talking subterranean, like sub-subterranean, like old mines it looks like, like old mine shaft kind of material. Yeah. And she's wandering around in the darkness there are cages. It's just like, where are we going with this? I don't understand. Uh, she hears Keith screaming, which Bill Skarsgård's got a good scream on him. Mm-hmm. He's got a good man scream. And he tells her that some, something is down here with them. And something bit him. I'm like, wait, what? Is this a vampire? Is this a werewolf movie? What's going on? But before we even have time to to contemplate what is happening, we see our monster, I guess we will call her, for the first time. Mm-hmm. And Bill, poor Bill's, poor Bill's head, mm. is turned into mm. a piñata of gore and grossness. It's just like, and they did not shy away from that those shots either. They did not. Like, no. Oh. Okay, it's getting wetter. The sound, the, yeah, the ADR, it's getting wetter. I don't, the Foley sound, I don't know what you're <laughs> just, using, the squash, but it's just like, it's getting wetter. Why? Yeah, how much I, I loved this movie. I spent a whole lot of it going, nope, nope, nope. Right, exactly. Nope, nope. But do you know what the stinger is? That's the opening scene. That's a good, right. like, 20, nearly 30 minutes of the film, right? I'm like, mm-hmm. wait, what? That's like the biggest prick tease of script. Like script, it's like, hey, you like scream? Well, like this. It's like, fuck, man. Talk about it, prick tease. And mm-hmm. then we totally get 
a different story. Mm-hmm. All right, we're going to talk about him. Everyone's favorite nice guy, Justin Long. He's not a nice wow. guy. Not a nice guy in this I love movie. Justin Long. Come on, tell us your feelings on Justin. I love him. <laughs> not in this movie per se, but I love Justin Long. He always gives me something to work with in a movie. <laughs> And he, I like that he's playing against that. I, I think people have the idea that he is just you know, like a gen, a gen, generic nice guy and da da da. But he's well, definitely trying to shake those up in the movies that he chooses. Think about his big, like some of his biggest movies, not just in this genre, because in this genre, his biggest movies, what Drive Me to Hell, he's a and Jeepers Creepers. And Jeepers Creepers, he's the nice guy. I mean, he was kind of yeah. a jerk and Drive Me to Hell, but he was mostly a nice guy. <laughs> and then dodgeball he's a nerd yeah so total opposite in this movie yeah he, he, aj he, gilbride what a douchebag oh yeah the, the, he embracing is, every bad horror every bad um stereotype of an actor that you oh can, yeah he is every every stereotypical trope you could think of he is canceled he is uh a douche. He a, he's a douche. He's a misogynist. He is. He's got no self awareness. It's he, just like, okay. He just, he's meathead. He is just, he's terrible. He is just terrible. He's, <laughs> he's the worst. And he, so he got, yeah, he goes from top of the, top of the heap to the bottom of the heap very quickly with um, allegations of rape <laughs> on his co star. And he has to, like, basically start running and get money before he runs out of Dosh. We find out that he actually owns the Airbnb property that uh, Tess and Keith disappeared in. So he disappears to Detroit, which he probably shouldn't have because it looks like he's on the run. I'm like, yep. dude, where are you going? Why are you leaving the state? But that's all right. Surprised the he... cops weren't more after him. <laughs> yeah, that was so shocking to me too that his lawyer was just like, okay, fine. It's like, no. Yeah, these no. people aren't good people. It's just like, Okay. Like, I, well, okay. I gotta pay you somehow. It's like, you, right. you, you've got money. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Maybe you live a little bit more in your means and you'll be okay. Pretty much. Yeah. So he is, he is there in Detroit to, you know, liquidate. He's doing some liquidation, as he says. Liquidation. So he's in the, he's in the house checking it out and um, realizes he is not alone. There oh, is uh, hold on. Stuff before, everywhere. He is such a pig, and he's going through the house. He realizes he's got more space than he thinks he does. This is it. That's what we're talking about now. So he's not alone, but he also realizes that he has more space than he needs. So he's down there. He finds the saw room. It's like, oh, okay, cool. What's the square footage? Can I use the square footage of a of an underground room to increase my property values? And like, I oh, love that that's his first dish. thought. It's not that, you yeah. know, there's it, it clearly looks like there's been some damage done here, like and not like property damage, like damage. Yeah. Like damage <laughs> to humans. Damage yeah. to human spirit. <laughs> that's good. So he's measuring out, and then he finds the false wall and finds a subterranean basement as well. And at no stage is he like, oh, this is creepy. I should go. He's like, but he's like, dude, he says dude a lot too. He's one of those guys. It's like, oh, it's just like, oh, I don't know. But this is, I, this is a very good point. 
I think that they um, that he's just that was the biggest red herring in the world. I think we were supposed to believe that Keith was something that he wasn't, and that's what I think. I don't think it was anything sinister. Yeah, I think, I think they it's were a red just, herring. Yeah, I think they were just trying to make him look like he was on edge. Yeah, suspicious was, because yeah, uh, I, even the trailers to this movie don't really give away a lot. You were supposed to not really trust Keith. You were supposed yeah. to be suspicious of him. You were supposed to be looking at him like, yeah. But they did well. See, if if we're talking about it and going, oh, that's suspect, that means yeah. it's a good job. Right, yeah. I mean, again, I would yeah. suspect him and I, I'd crawl onto the couch and I'd save his soul. You would. You would. <laughs> so as AJ keeps getting excited about his extra space that keeps growing and growing, uh, he walks past the kennels, which, you know, the dog cages, which he's not worried about. Right. No, no, nothing a, to see here. Just sign for me. Until he gets to the pink room that is covered in cloths and showing a breastfeeding video playing on a loop. Yeah, that's not suspicious. That's that's that not, is not that's no. not suspicious at all. It's just and natural. then of course just, we have the hot moment that everyone hates when the measuring tape snaps back on you. <laughs> it's like okay, no. Something grab that out of my hand. That's that would have been my cue for feces to go everywhere. <laughs> you know what I mean? There wouldn't yep. have been a problem with smell. It would have been me going, I'm dead. And again, they love the flickering light in this movie, don't they? They they love the oh it's dark. Oh, it's dark. Oh, it's light. Oh, it's dark. Well, again, it's supposed but, uh, to it's supposed to make yeah, you it's uneasy. Atmosphere building, atmosphere building. He runs when confronted with our monster and falls into a pit and is very quietly, quickly quieted by Tess, who is alive. Mm-hmm. And then, out of nowhere, we flash back to the 1980s. <laughs> I'm like, wait, wait, what's happening now? <laughs> I'm like, okay. But I like that they didn't, we didn't have it spelled out for us either. You know, they didn't do a 1980. It's like, yeah. I kind of appreciate that they're treating the audience with a little bit of intellect because I think the majority of a horror audience that is not teenagers there for a thrill are there looking for a little bit of mystery as well. I mean, when you, by the end of the film, you start putting things together. And when you. Uh, This is the the point where I had it. I'm like, I know what's going on. So. What's the guy's name? Frank was his name? Frank. So I would just worry about Frank in general. So <laughs> you figure out pretty much that Frank is the real monster, pretty much. Yeah. And that Frank is... So do we think Frank is a serial killer or he just abducts them and they die? Frank is a... Uh, He's a I rapist, to... obviously. Well, he's a pedophile. But there's a pedophile and a rapist. Pedophile. Yeah. I mean. But I, what happens to the bodies? He he has to kill them. Are I they? Mean, can, is it cannibalistic? There's no bodies anywhere. I guess that's kind of up to. That's the open for decide. interpretation, and we will talk about it a little bit more at the end. But we do meet Frank, who is who seems to be you know the average all American. 
shopping for baby needs for the birth of home birth of a baby in the 1980s i didn't know that that was that common in the home, 80s well, home birth has been well if you think about it yeah well look you gotta you gotta do it you gotta do it it's gonna come out somewhere right it's like diarrhea but if you really start <laughs> thinking about it yeah like if you really start thinking about who's giving birth yeah it's probably his granddaughter yeah who knows but um, yeah, he's buying his really rubbish sheet, rubbish sheeting, and uh, and um, na nappies, and a baby video, <laughs> which is it's, cute. Which hello, yeah, we've just seen. We have just seen. So he packs it up, and we find him infatuated with a random woman on the street, which is so serial killery. It's like okay. And he follows her home and dons a pair of coveralls with the name Carlos and pretends to be uh, the water water authority, right? And goes to check the water in the house, mm -hmm. opens the bathroom window so he has somewhere to get in later on. For all of us that have lived through the serial killer phases and had read these books, he's giving himself an entrance for later on. Oh, God. Ugh. So he leaves there and heads back to the house where his neighbor informs him that there'll be a, a sign in the in the lawn tomorrow about selling, that everyone is selling up, that their neighborhood is dying. And he asked Frank if he would move, and he said, I'll never leave. Cue to Frank walking inside the squalor of the inside of the house, and we hear horrible, horrible screaming as he opens the basement door. And slams it shut. Yay. <laughs> you know, just some feel-good moments for everyone there. I mean, as someone <laughs> who has given birth twice, it, it, it ain't inaccurate. <laughs> it's a little painful. Sorry, girls. Maybe. <laughs> Sorry, ladies. <laughs> All right. So, Flash Week, we're back to the present now. In the hole where Tess has tried... He's not a sharp boy, is he? Uh, no, and and she's he's not a sharp boy. like she's chill. she's figured it out because we don't know how long she's been there. You know what I mean? Right. She tell she tells AJ that you know she's seen someone being killed by this creature, mm -hmm. and that all she wants it to be all she wants is for him to be her baby. Ah! Yeah, it's oh, it's. Bah, bah. I'm like, ah, no, it's, it's a whole new scream that I know I had. I'm like, oh my God, it's, it's going to happen. There's going to be some kind of weird breastfeeding thing, isn't there? It's going to happen. But Tess, see, Tess, as I said, Tess is the smartest stupid person I've come across. Yeah. She knows what's going on. She figured it out. She drinks whatever that is. I mean, it's. It I looks hate like it. milk. It's it's probably milk. Like you can produce milk. Your body oh. can produce milk that long. Like oh. if I wanted to, I could probably relactate, which is wild. Uh, remind us never drink the milk at Katie's house. <laughs> Just quietly. <laughs> Ooh. And, <laughs> well, your body can produce milk for a really long time. So if Ooh. if she never stopped nursing 
very, very, very likely that that is breast milk. So because because Tess agrees, <laughs> she's left alone, but because AJ is AJ and a douchebag, he gets dragged. This woman is strong. Like, she got that hillbilly strength. She drags him, like, literally behind the legs, up out of that thing and into the the pink room, into the breastfeeding room. No, and oh. she's... Well, she's drinking breast milk and eating meat. She's getting a lot of protein and nutrients. That's man. a lot of protein. Yeah, that's a lot right. of protein. That is a lot of protein. Uh, this is where Tess takes her opportunity to get the fuck out of Dodge. I'm like, okay. good work, girl. Go. But Please. as you as yep, yep, as um the mother who will will refer her to now, refer to her as now. The mother notices and tries to get her to narrowly escapes with the aid of the homeless guy that helped her before. Mm-hmm. And he informs her that she comes out at night to hunt, so she needs to get away. So, there you go. She's eating that meat. Yeah, she eating that meat. She's hunting something. Who knows what? That's not okay. So we, this is where, again, where we, we get another interesting social commentary moment with Tess trying to get help. I would I would have kicked the shit out of that police car to get them to take me with them. That I I, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have gone back for AJ. I know that make, that know, might make me a bad person. Kind of but, an interesting commentary on a black on women, women and, and sexual uh, assault and yeah and all pain. that kind of thing. Yeah, because when you think about a. Vera and I have had this conversation before in hospitals, black women and women of color are very, are very unlikely to have their pain management taken seriously. So this woman who is clearly injured and clearly asking for help is being ignored. Yeah. It's interesting. And the the idea that one of the cops is black, it's just like, it's again, there's super interesting things about race and about gender all that right. kind of stuff that this movie you can bring up and about the role of women in society that they should, oh, yeah. you know, they we should stay on, in the house and be mothers. We could go on this for hours. We could <laughs> like, oh, Yeah. It's a good movie to do a bit of a treatise on if you've got nothing to do. Mm. So meanwhile, mum's distracted. AJ being AJ. Just can't leave well enough alone and runs deeper into the tunnels. <laughs> And um, finds yet another door. Now, the interesting thing that the homeless guy said, he doesn't ever get a name, but he says that there's worse things down there than her. I'm like, oh, okay. So that's pretty ominous. (laughs) As AJ discovers another room Mm -hmm. and discovers Frank. Frank the Turk. Frank, who is ancient and dying by the looks of it mm-hmm. and i would assume that she cares for him as well it I mean, doesn't look like he would, cares for himself it would have she would have to at this point him. yeah it's just like oh at this point uh aj looks like he might be an okay guy he tries to re- he assumes that frank is trapped as well and you know gets him water tries to help him and then sees tape after tape after tape with different labels on them and discovers 
what Frank really is, that the monster is right there in front of him. Mm-hmm. To which Frank conveniently kills himself. <laughs> it's like, okay, shit. Now, that's going to tell you where. That's going to tell you where you are. Like, what's going on? Ugh. Do we think Frank killed himself because he got caught, or do you think Frank is killing himself because he's putting himself out of his misery because he's dying anyways? What do you? Think? I think he. I think it's a bit of both because that table. He knew that the gun was in that table and he couldn't reach that table. Mm-hmm. So he was like, if if the mother was looking after him, mm-hmm. she wouldn't give him the gun. So he's taken his opportunity, I think, to go. I've been discovered, and you know what? I could also just end this now, which he gets away with it. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. So Tess, Tess is um, I don't I don't know how, but she goes back to the house, girl. <laughs> She she goes back to the house. She gets her keys and she is out. We assume she is out because as the mother comes screaming out of the house, Tess does, you know, final girl logic and rams her with her car into the house. It's like, damn, girl. It's like, yep, that's, I mean, that's some ballsy energy. It's not a terrible idea. I know, right? A lot of people survive these crush injuries in these movies, though. It's just like, oh, God. Yeah, I don't so know. So, Tess, again, I know, Tess, again, this is the stupid part of the smart person, goes downstairs to rescue AJ, who promptly shoots her. I'm like, dude, I thought that was going to be the end of the movie. I was like, are you fucking me with this? But I was like, Oh, no, because it kind of blacks out there. I go, I'm like, if that's the end, I'm going to be so angry. <laughs> but no, he picks her up. They escape. They get outside. But they realize that the mother is not there anymore. She has gone full Michael Myers at this point <laughs> and escaped. But she Tess knows where to go. She heads to the water tower. Oh, okay. His name's Andre, the homeless guy. Sorry. Andre. And they find Andre and he lets them into his safe house. <laughs> My God. Not so safe. This is this is where we get the, the backstory. And Andre explains that the mother is the product of multi-generational incest by Frank. So the way that Andre puts it, it's a copy of a copy of a copy. And you end up with that. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah. So we, yeah, Frank's a creeper, but we don't get time to really sit with that before she bursts through a wall, <laughs> bursts through a cinder block wall, rips off Andre's arm and beats him to death with it. I was like, oh shit. That was an oh shit moment. I'm like, what is going on? I laughed. Why? I was like, you ripped off that guy's arm. I was like, dude. It was just so ridiculous. You just kind of had to laugh. Like, really? This is what we're going with? All right. All right. Okay. That is so interesting. So they try and get away up the water tower. Why on God's green's green's fuzzy earth would she do that? You know she's good on stairs. You know she's good on stairs. They always go up. Poor poor Tess is trying to get 
Poor Tess is trying to get up there with a fucking gunshot wound. <sighs> then she reminds AJ that he has the gun, which he promptly fumbles and drops. I'm like, are you fucking me? This guy is hopeless. And then we discover exactly how hopeless he is when he has his realisation that she's coming up no matter what happens and she's going to get one of them. And he shows his true fucking colours. Come and get your baby as he drags Tess to the edge of the water tower and throws her off the edge. What I didn't expect, however was to have the mother flying after her straight away. Obviously, the girl children are the the ones that she nurtured and kept alive and, you know what I mean, Mm -hmm. to keep reproducing, et cetera, et cetera. So I understand that. Again, I thought this was going to be the end of the movie, and I was like, if this guy gets away with this, I am going to be so angry. He comes down from the water tower and somehow Tess is alive because the mother has managed to land before her and like cushion the impact. Mm-hmm. So he starts to apologize again. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I had to do it. I didn't like, and just makes up bullshit excuses. I'm like, lucky she's dazed and confused. <laughs> she's like, uh, uh, uh. Mm-hmm. but there is no, there is no rest for the wicked. And, the mother awakens and I don't know what it is about Justin Long's eyes. <laughs> People have it in for Justin Long's eyes because he made mummy real angry. Oh yeah. He made mama real, real angry as her thumb claws go through his eyes and turn them to gelatin. Mm-hmm. And then she proceeds to rip his skull in half. You know, this is just fits right into that genre of good for her. Good for her. Good for her good moment. Her. Yeah. Good for her. Exactly. So at that point, mother, our mother, mother, the mother. Mommy dear. Tries to, tries to, you know, look after her baby as she's told to, as she's been, you know, groomed to, but realizes that Tess is injured. She can't go, she can't go back to the house. She even says, I can't go back. And I feel a little, this is where I I go, oh, this is a little bit sad. Because Mm. she can't understand, like the mother can't understand what's going on. But all she knows is that she needs to care about, care about the child that she has, which is this child. Obviously, Mm -hmm. any child that she has had has not survived. And she says her first full words. She says, baby, before Tess takes a gun to her cheek and pulls the trigger. End of the movie. <laughs> I'm like, oh, damn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, what? That, that is an ending and a half. Of course, I did like the, the credit, the stumble through on the credit. She's like, I'm fucking alive. Oh, kill me now. It's like <laughs> the worst night out. After. But... Big, big points for Be My Baby being the song. <laughs> Played the credits. I'm like, yes. wow. Okay. That was that was a ride. It was an unexpected ride at some points with different turns, left and right and up and down. 
But it was definitely a ride and probably one that we haven't had recently in horror cinema where we, we kind of nearly always know where we're going, but there was enough, you know, meta and enough knowledge and enough twists to make it interesting. I wasn't bored at any point during this movie. Let's put it that way. I haven't had this much fun since Fresh. <laughs> so, Katie, how many baby bottles? bottles? How many baby bottles with nipples with hair on them <laughs> with, are they going to give it? Yeah, hairy nipple baby bottles. How many? Out of five? Out of five, my love. I'm going to give it four. Four? Okay. Four, four out of five. Four out of I five. think, like I said, this is easily in my top 10 of 2022. Uh, I think. It's got a lot of social commentary that we could easily just dig into for hours. I think, I think it had a lot of twists and turns that you weren't ready for, and it kept you interested. I I said nope pretty much the whole time, but still didn't turn it yeah. off. I love <laughs> this movie. I I think the only thing that kind of turned me off a little bit was. I really wish we could have gotten a little more into Frank and mother. Yeah. Like you got their backstory without getting yeah. their backstory. Yeah. I would have liked to know a little more. Yeah. There was probably a little bit too much time spent on AJ baby, like yeah. setting him up to go there. Like, I think you spent a I little too much time setting up Keith to be the red herring and not enough time on Frank and mother. Yeah. And maybe they could have played it out that something weird was there was something weird with the house that maybe it was they thought it was haunted or something like because the they, I guess they kind of tried to subtly hint at it with the doors closing and the doors being unlocked, yeah. but a little and bit like, more of that maybe. Yeah, and like I said, I I love this movie. I think it's a really great yeah. movie. I just think they spent a little more time on other things where they probably could have spent a little more time setting up Frank and Mother. I feel like they really wanted us to think AJ. Uh, um, Keith was a bad guy and yeah. they drove that point home and they really wanted us to know that AJ was a bad guy and they drove that home. But it could have been shortened in both cases, I think. Right. Like, Keith yeah. isn't the bad guy, but you want us to think he's the bad guy. AJ is a bad guy and you made it but clear he's a bad guy. Yeah. You However, want us to think he is a good guy. The real bad guys, mother isn't even a bad guy. No, mother that's is, the thing. Mother's a victim. Mother is a victim. Exactly. And Frank exactly. is the bad guy, and we don't even really know Frank. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. That, like, when well, he, when he threw her from the tower, you're like, you are just, there's, well, there's no redeeming did what you. he did in the club scene when he first got to Detroit, when he was yeah. out with his buddy, who, fun fact, is the director of the movie. <laughs> yeah, nice. He fully admitted that he assaulted her. Well, she said no at first, but she gave but it. She came around. It's she like, oh, around. like no, like, no, oh. it was a no. A no is a yeah, no. Yeah, that was a no, buddy. Yes. Sorry, sorry, bro. All right, we have no. to uh, we have to answer the inevitable question when it comes to a successful <laughs> horror movie because let's look at it from a budget of four point five million dollars. This made forty five point four million dollars. That is no small change when it comes to you know budget versus box office sequel prequel they could they could do frank and they could do frank's story with this i don't think they could or could they 
could they do what they've done with Jeepers Creepers and jump through different timelines so they piece together? They're not necessarily chronological sequels because there are there's a lot of there's a lot of questions left over for that old guy to say that there are worse things down there than her well frank's dead and mother's dead so they can't really successfully have i mean i guess they could if but what where are all these other kids where are all these other children i suppose they could have a sequel but i'd be more interested again like i said i'd be more prequel i'd be more interested (laughs) in learning about frank I just, I, I have a feeling that they've set it up that there might be something else because if this, and again, this is a very interesting social commentary thing, if this is under one house, it's true. under all the houses in the street. This is true. Do you know what I mean? The house is built, the, the, the whole neighbourhood is built on this darkness. So just because this is what happened behind one closed door, we don't know what happens in the rest of the neighborhood. And like you said, where are the bodies? Where are the where where yeah, where are, where did all these bodies go? Where did these other children go? Because if it's multi-generational. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if he's if he's repeatedly raping these women, mm-hmm. pregnancy is gonna happen more often than not, right? Yeah, I mean theoretically. Who's theoretically, not to say there's there's not a son wandering around down there who right. would be more animalistic if he's not the one that was, you know, cared for, raised, nurtured, because he would be and, used to further well, the line. And, and you got to think he's eventually going to run out of steam if he wants to keep this going. Yeah. Yeah. There's got to be someone to, there's got to be someone. So I have yeah. a feeling. I think they could do could a sequel be, or a prequel. I think they could do They could both. do both. They, they, they could, could make both. this into a, fra- a franchise. Do you know what I mean? God, this could be a new franchise. I, I know, it, but, but... I hate it, but I could do it. It's a different... You know, it, did you ever watch Home, the episode, the X-Files episode? With yes. the Peacock family? The yes, yes, that, yes. That, I, I don't want to think about it. I don't want to think about it. It gave me that in suburbia. That's what it gave me. I was like, oh... I don't want to one think of the about most no, One of the most notorious episodes of the X-Files, still unsettling to this day, if you yes. want to really unsettle yourself. But I think we've done enough unsettling with Barbarian. I agree. I, I'm giving it four and a half. Four Ooh. and a half. It was, nearly, it was nearly right. There was more right than there was wrong. I would have maybe just shortened a couple of sections and just given us a little bit more because there's – there's so many stories. I think that's the problem. There are so many stories you could tell from this one movie now that they've opened themselves up to giving us more. Mm-hmm. So we shall have to wait and see. I'm sure with a box office like that, and I, I know it's not a huge box office, like it's not like Avatar box office, but it's a horror movie. It's a relatively small budgeted horror movie. Let's face it. It's that's a pretty good return. Mm. So we'll have to wait and see. But as we discussed at the top of the show, there is plenty of stuff to come. Apparently, Katie, you'll be happy to know, the first movie in the Strangers trilogy has finished filming already. So Madeline Petch from Riverdale is the new star. We shall see exactly how that marries up, if it is a reboot, if it is a recall, if it is a sequel. 
all we know is there is a trilogy coming. You want to talk about something really <laughs> fucking unsettling. <laughs> yeah, the, the Strangers. We will be watching The Strangers, don't you worry. We're also, I'm going to put it out there, we are going to be watching the X series as well and doing a couple of reviews <laughs> on X, Pearl, and the upcoming Maxine. So we'll have to wait and see. Just what happens there? Burst with happiness. So that's two trilogy, two um, two series that we're gonna retouch. Of course, coming up in in March, we have the obvious scream. Like, oh, we're not I can't gonna do wait for it. Again? <laughs> no, maybe maybe for um, maybe for <laughs> maybe St. Patrick's Day. You never know. You guys love all. It I so will. Much last all time. I will say, and this is a little hint. There is something special coming this Friday the 13th <laughs> with a meow of anticipation. <laughs> we are not reviewing cats, though. That's scary enough. Thank you for joining me today, Katie. It's been great to chat. Say hello to Thor, everyone. Well, this is <laughs> he wanted to be the star. Oh, sorry. Wrong one. Thor Wrong pussy. Don't you hate. All right, kids. It's been real. Until next time, ba-ba. Ba-ba. have to say is hairy nipple milk cat fight hey guys it is ryan i'm not sure if you know this about me but i'm a bit of a fun fanatic when i can i like to work but i like fun too it's a thing and now the truth is out there i can tell you about my favorite place to have fun chumba casino they have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.